My feet are strong My eyes are clear I cannot see Can't see the way from here But only This is Pastor Mike, and I want to welcome you to this third and final installment of our Lenten podcast series. Pastor Sean and Julie have beautifully led in the previous weeks, calling us to engage in these times of pause and reflection, considering the exhaustive toll of these past many months in our world and the ways perhaps that our faith has been tested This series is entitled Hold Fast, which speaks doubly to the season in which we find ourselves. The sacred practice of fasting, of simplicity, and discipline which often mark the season of Lent. It also references a phrase well known to sailors. When on deck, one hand is dedicated to the safety of the ship and the fellow crew. The other is for holding oneself secure. The logic being that you're not much good to anyone else if you get tossed overboard. And so may this be a time, wherever you are, to receive that care, God's presence and strength. Perhaps it may steady your footing and firm your grip upon whatever it is that God has entrusted to you this day. Whatever storm you may feel that you're navigating Pastor Paul is going to lead us in an exercise to center our breath, and then later we will enter a story of great peril from the scriptures. But first, let us begin by joining together in a place of gratitude and worship. Let's sing. Consolation 
catch yourself holding your breath? Sometimes we just forget to breathe, especially when things get tense or heavy or we are called to hold fast. We often have a tendency to clam up our lips, to grip tight, and try to muscle through. But our bodies can't sustain that for long. Our muscles and our brain need oxygen to thrive and to keep going. In many ways, it is the simplest thing. We forget about it because it is so mundane, so daily. But breath is how we measure life. Our babies take their first breath and cry out as they make the transition into the air from the womb. My wife, Jen, vividly recalls the delivery room moments that seemed in slow motion, waiting to hear our babies cry out. Once she knew that they could breathe, then she could breathe. And we measure the end of life with breath as well. We say of someone as they pass away, 
that they took their last breath. But between those first and last breaths, so many of us are prone to forget about our breath. We take it for granted, like the water in our homes or our electricity. And of course, back in February, we all here in Texas were reminded of how vital these basic utilities are to our everyday life. Friends, our breath plays that role in our bodies. So consider this your reminder to breathe. When life gets tense, breathe. When waves of anxiety roll over you, breathe. When conflict spikes in a relationship, breathe. When you have to hold fast, breathe. Psalm 118 recounts a moment of expanded breath. The psalmist writes, Out of my distress I called on the Lord. The Lord answered and set me in a broad place. The distress he mentions is like the squeeze, like like a narrow canyon where we're prone to ambush. That place where life presses in upon us, like the trash compactor in Star Wars. The psalmist writes, Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. In a broad place, we can breathe. We can open our arms and our lungs wide. The broad place offers perspective. We can see the path. We can see that we are safe. And the reality is that the broad place is available to us in every breath. Try it with me now. Exhale everything out and breathe in from your belly. Let your belly deepen first and then let your lungs expand. Do you feel the spacious place, the broad place? It is with you wherever you go. Out of my distress, out of the squeeze, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. This is a reminder to find the broad place right there in your own chest, right in the heart of the city, in the midst of our very busy lives, our stress, our anxiety. We can be reminded of the presence of God with us, God who fills us with his breath, the Ruach, the Spirit of God, the breath of God. For me, a deep breath puts me back in touch with all of that perspective, and I can find a broad place in the midst of my distress. Friends, may it be so for all of us. Amen. To the wild, to the Father, hold fast, hold fast. To each other, sisters and brothers, hold fast, hold fast. I'm not a letting go, not a letting go. I'm not a letting go, not a letting go of the wire in trouble. The water hold fast. There's just so much one can carry. i
This year has been one of challenges unlike any we have faced before. And in some ways, we're so close. The beginnings of reopening and and vaccines rolling out and hope like many of us haven't felt in some time. There also continue to be so many losses. A personal one today, even as this episode is being released, the closing of the much-beloved River Oaks Theater. We sing those words. I see the shores from troubled seas. It is not yet, but it will be. Living well into the Easter story is to live well into that tension. It is not yet, but it will be. There's a story that vividly illustrates this tension, which comes from Acts 27. The Apostle Paul is in custody and is being taken to Rome by ship. Luke is with him and is documenting the journey. I invite you, if you're comfortable, to to close your eyes and invite your imagination over the next several minutes to picture yourself within these scenes. 
asking the Spirit to reveal the echoes in your own journey today. The ship and crew, it says, were in harbor at Fairhaven, and it was late in the year for sailing, conditions deteriorating from adverse to dangerous. Paul tried to warn those in charge that this voyage would risk the cargo, the ship, and their lives, but his words of caution fall on deaf ears. The ship's pilot and owner felt like they could proceed, and the other choice was facing the likelihood of a harsh winter in port, so they set sail. They were not long at sea, however, before things got scary, and they were caught in a violent wind, relentless, unable to do anything but let the wind drive them, all through the night, pounded without mercy. The next day, the crew threw the ship's cargo overboard, and the day after that, they discarded any of the ship's equipment they could do without. Days passed without relief from the furious winds, without a single break in the clouds to see sun or stars, even for a moment. Days without eating. Despair set in, as if all hope of rescue had been cast overboard as well, And Paul offers them a pretty hearty, I told you so. He says, men, if you had listened to my warning, we would still be safe in Crete and would have avoided this damage and loss. So I urge you to believe me now. None of you will die. We will lose the ship, but we will not lose one life. So keep up courage. The God I belong to, the God I worship, sent a heavenly messenger to me this night. And he said, do not be afraid, Paul. I'm not finished with you yet. So listen, you must not give up hope. Keep up your courage. Hold fast. Imagine what happened next, Luke writes. It's our 14th night of this nightmare voyage. And we're being driven by the storm somewhere in the Adriatic Sea. It's about midnight and the sailors are taking soundings, fearing we might run aground. At any moment in this darkness, they realize we could be smashed onto unseen rocks. Some of the crew have to be stopped from stealing a lifeboat. They're horrible, waiting in this storm. Paul gathers everyone on the ship, all 276, urging everyone to eat, encouraging them again not to lose hope. Paul says, listen, We've all been under incredible stress for 14 days. You haven't eaten anything during this whole time. I urge you to take some food now because it will help you survive what we're about to face. And I want to assure you, again, not one of you will lose a single hair from your head. We're all going to make it. Then Paul takes a loaf of bread and gives thanks to God in front of all of them. He breaks it. He takes a piece and begins to eat. A fresh surge of courage seems to fill their hearts as they also begin to eat. Day finally breaks. They survey the coastline and notice a bay with a beach, the best place to try and run aground, run ashore. We've made it, they think. And so they cut the anchor ropes, untie the steering oars, hoist the foresail to the wind, and make for the beach. But then, but then, 
After all of that, there's a horrible sound, realizing that they've struck a reef. The bow is jammed solid, and the waves are smashing the stern to pieces. The soldiers start talking about killing prisoners so they won't swim away and escape, but the officer wants to save Paul, so he stops them. He tells those who can swim to jump overboard and swim to the shore, and those who can't he tells to hold on to planks and other pieces of the ship when it breaks apart. Some hours later, everyone reassembles on the beach, each one safe and sound. Where do you see yourself in this story? I think if we're being honest, all of us can see something of our experience over this past year in this episode at sea. Land in sight right there, and yet another obstacle to face. Hours spent clinging to splintered wood in the waves. I don't know about you, but I've had to fight through the thought any number of times. I just don't know how much more I can take. Fear not, friends. Keep on. Hold fast, just as God is holding on to you as we walk into Holy Week once again and follow in the path of Jesus. May that promise echo in your heart. It is not yet, but it will be. It is not yet, but it will be. I see the shore from troubled sea. This tiny ship that carries me and
Ecclesia family, friends, we want to thank you for joining us. It is our sincere hope that these weeks have been a blessing as we journey through this season of Lent together. Visit EcclesiaHouston.org to find more information on how to connect with us throughout Holy Week as we follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Monday, Thursday, we will gather over Zoom for a guided liturgy. Good Friday, we'll see a visual liturgy released online streaming throughout the day. And all of the ways that we will gather together on Easter Sunday for a resurrection party, both online in our gatherings as well as live at White Oak Music Hall. You can find all of that information on the website. And we hope to see you very, very soon. We love you all. Dwell in peace.